Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome in. It is Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday morning. Joe Woten with the Salvation Army is our guest to kick things off. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing real good, Troy. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right. I've just discovered that Joe's an Eagles fan, but I still like him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now he gets to be on the other side of that, uh, that, that coin of, man, the NFC East is bad and we can't even win it. So I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I'm going to embrace that. Uh, Joe, can you introduce yourself uh, for folks that maybe haven't heard you on the air with us before? Yeah, I'm Joe Woten. I am the athletic gym director for the Salvation Army and the Helena Corps. I'm also the emergency disaster services coordinator for the local Corps. And um, title switch now, I am no longer the chairman of COAD, but I am the president of Montana State VOAD now. So. Okay. So you, you got lots of titles. <laughs> Like you just keep adding titles. One of the ones that we want to talk about this morning, uh, the athletics program out there at the Salvation Army. I, I think a lot of people probably don't realize that there is one. They're going away. The Salvation Army has a has athletics. They have teams. What can you explain what happens out there? Because it's a significant part of what it is that you do. Yeah, actually, the fire athletics program. It is. It's. Uh, one of our most successful community-based programs uh, that's not in the social service realm. And what it does is it's a place for kids uh, grades 8 through 12 to play competitive high school volleyball for girls and then uh, basketball for girls and boys. Uh, Volleyball, we have JV and varsity teams. We have 23 girls this year uh, on the volleyball team. And it's for those kids that for whatever reason can't play for their local high school. If they try out for the team and they get cut, or maybe they just don't quite have the skill set or they're scared to try out um, for the team or they have that fear of getting cut, uh, they can come and play for us. Mm -hmm. And we play in what's called the Montana Christian Athletic Association. So we play all the different homeschool associations around the state. We play the Helena Christians, the academies, the private schools down in Bozeman. We go up to Great Falls. Uh, We were just up in Stevensville last week uh, playing Bitterroot. So we do go all over the state, just like the high schools. We had a 20-game season this year for volleyball. Tomorrow we're actually going up and playing Lincoln, um, Lincoln High School, for our final game of the season. And then we'll take a few-week break, and then we'll get into basketball. And for the boys, we will have JV and varsity. And the girls, we will have varsity uh, girls basketball. So, yeah, it's it's a great opportunity for kids to get out there and play a sport that they love um, when they don't feel like they have another outlet yeah. but they want to play high school sports. Yeah, and it's been growing in recent yes. years. I mean, you're getting bigger. You're adding those JV teams because you, you have so many numbers. And it's it's had to be neat for you to see that grow. It, it really has been. And the last couple of years, we've been pushing close to 70 kids over the course of a year come through our athletics program between volleyball and basketball. Um, so, yeah, it really, really is growing. Matter of fact, we just got a donation of a brand new scoreboard courtesy of our friends over at uh, Toyota. Um, That's great. So that new scoreboard just went in this season. And it's working fantastic. And we're slowly but surely making improvements to the gym. Um, so we can continue to offer the sports program at, at a quality 
Yeah. At a quality package. That's great. Joe Woten is in uh, this morning with the Salvation Army. And, uh, you know, as he said, you know, right around 70 kids being helped with this thing. It's great that they have somewhere to play. You know, and we want to, I guess we want to be careful. We're not criticizing, you know, high school sports and the process where kids Mm -hmm. get caught. And uh, that's that's the system. And it provides a, a great experience for so many teens through uh through high school and and middle school even but this is just that additional option uh, for kids give them a chance to continue doing what like you said what the, what they love and uh, potentially also lets them uh, sort of learn and grow in the sport as well maybe they play for you for a couple of years and go i, I want to try out for the high school team now and I, i'm sure you've had that happen yeah that happens and and we encourage the kids to do that actually and we tell them if you uh you want to use us as a development year and you go and try out the next year and you make the team great. If you don't make the team, you can come right back to us and we'll welcome you back with open arms. Yeah, you're a bit of a farm system. Yeah, yeah. I totally. like it. Yeah. Yeah, the high schools ought to be embracing this and say, you know what, go go play with Joe, go play with the fire for a few years. Actually, we get great support from the Helena School District because just like the student athletes who play for like Kapler or Helena or any high mm-hmm. school, um, the kids have to get out of school early sometimes for travel games. You know, when we go down to Bozeman or we go up to Stevensville, you know, we have to leave while they're still in school. And, uh, and the school district is really, really good about recognizing our program, supporting our program, and letting those kids out for that activity. Well, and some of your kids, as I understand, have gone on to, to play in college. That's correct. Yes, we, we have had kids, uh, especially from the volleyball team, uh, that have gotten partial scholarships uh, to play for local colleges, yes. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. If kids want to join up, uh, as you said, volleyball's getting ready to end, but basketball's going to be starting up. What, what, what do kids need to do to be a part of fire athletics? They just can contact me at the Salvation Army. They can. Um, we always have postings on our Facebook page, as well as our website, uh, www.hellinasalvationarmy.org. You can go right to our website, just click on the little fire tab, and you can find all about fire athletics and how to contact me. Okay. Well, and uh, all it should do here, I mean, you mentioned you have a lot of travel. That's not cheap to put on any kind of sport, especially once you add in travel and uniforms and meals. And I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. And uh, so you've got a fundraiser going on right now. Yeah, the Salvation Army has the Feed the Need fundraiser that's going on. Um, The video is actually uh, pinned to our Facebook page. The best way you can find that video is go right to our Facebook page. It's right at the top there. And it really explains about the Salvation Army, what we do here in Helena, and not just our athletics programs, but our social service programs, our food pantry, Everything we do in Helena, and we're looking for the community support to help grow those programs, to continue to help fund those programs, to continue to make these programs bigger, better, and provide the best service possible to the Helena community. Yeah, as you said, so many programs out there, uh, like uh, transitional housing even, uh, is something that is made available through the Salvation Army. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it, it, it's really incredible with, with with so many things that you do, and uh, it's it, it is expensive, and so feed the need. The annual fundraiser, uh, I guess, like everything else in the COVID area, it does look a little different than what it has in the past. Yeah, we were planning, we were going to do an in person fundraiser at the end of October this year. Um, unfortunately, that did not happen because of COVID, so we decided to go the online route this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the video looks great. Um, Everybody did such a wonderful job putting that video together, and it really highlights what the Salvation Army 
does here in Helena, like I say, across all of our programs, our assistance programs too, you know, our rental assistance, our, you know, assistances um, with different services that we help people with, you know, so it's just not one program that's mm -hmm. highlighted. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if people want to help out with the, the, the feed, the need, obviously they, they can go online and check out, uh, as you said, the video is there, but uh, ultimately what, what's the ask of, of the public here? You know, what the ask is, is we're just asking people to, you know, come and donate. You know, we're trying to raise as much money as possible, obviously. Um, we know it's tough not only this time of year, but just with the online and everything else. There's a nice little QR code right on the video. You can scan that to donate. You can click the link um, to donate. Or you can, you know, obviously always, you know, send us a send us a donation or bring one right into the office. Yeah, and that's going to stay right here. Yes. Right. I mean, how, how much of that stays here and how much of it goes out? This is all for the local Helena Corps. Yeah, because that's always the question of, yeah, you're going to send it to the national office and a nickel's going to stay here. That that's not the way it works. No, no. This is this is for the local Helena Corps. Yeah, so everything donated is going to stay here in town and help put on stuff like uh, like the basketball and the volleyball, but also all the different services, the pantry and all the stuff that we've been talking about this morning. And and one thing that's coming up before we run out of time, I do want to talk about uh, Thanksgiving just around the corner and uh, what what's going on. I know you said you're still working out some details with that, but but something is going to be happening for uh, for Thanksgiving. That's correct. The plan is to have uh, the Thanksgiving dinner again this year. Okay. I know we took a break for a couple of years there. COVID threw a monkey wrench into it. Um, we are uh, in the planning stages on doing a Thanksgiving dinner. As we get more details, I'll make sure to get them over to you um, so they can get out to the public. Okay, so thank Thanksgiving at the Salvation Army is back. We just don't know exactly what it's going to look like quite yet that's correct yeah. but but it, it, it's going to be there so how how can people whether it's with the thanksgiving stuff or whatever it is uh how can people help you but past i guess donations is number one yeah monetary donations are always great but we're always looking for volunteers um for different things and you can contact the salvation army and sign up to be a volunteer for the salvation army uh, for many different things, emergency disaster services. We always need a disaster team in case something happens. People that we have trained ready to go to assist with disasters if need be. Um, you know, things like Thanksgiving dinner, helping serve or help clean up or help cook or whatever that looks like. There are so many different things um, that we can use help with volunteers and just bodies and, and stuff like that. So not just monetary donations, but donations of time and service as well. Yeah, and that is something that, you know, a lot of people will look at that and go, well, the, the number one excuse, the easiest excuse is I, I, I'm just busy. I don't have a lot of time, but but you're you're able to sit down and go, okay, well, when do you have time? Exactly. You know, and and so this is not something where the ask from you for volunteers as well. We need uh, one weekend a month and one Thursday every second. Mm -hmm. You can work with whatever people have to give. Exactly. I mean, even coming and helping to volunteer with some of our sporting events, um, in the gym on game nights. You know, our schedules are posted. We can always use volunteers on game nights. Yeah. So there are so many different ways you can volunteer. 
You're trying to get people to be uh, officials, right, and get yelled at. No, no, but, you know, the, the officials have their own issues with some shortages this year. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if, if folks want to help out, uh, what's the best place for them to go? Is there a phone number? Should they go to the website? What's the easiest thing for them to do, whether they want to find out information about donation or volunteer or whatever it is? Well, like I say, for the for the specific feed the need fundraiser, the best place to go is the is the Helena mm-hmm. Salvation Army Facebook page. It's that video is right there, right on, on the top of the page. Um, as far as volunteer opportunities, you can go to the website. There's links you can click on to sign up to be a volunteer uh, through the website. You can always call into the core. Um, and they will uh, funnel you to the appropriate person, you know, who can take your information to be a volunteer for, for specific things if you want to volunteer for something specific. Um, so there's lots of different ways. Okay. Joe, I appreciate you coming in. I, I don't know how you fit us in your schedule. You're so busy. But uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate you taking the time with us. He's uh, Joe Woten. He's with the Salvation Army and about eight other things in town. But, uh, Joe, uh, thanks so much for, for all you do. Thanks, Troy. Stick around. There's more Coffee Break coming up after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back. This is Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Really appreciate it. The show's brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. Thanks once again to Joe Woten with the Salvation Army for kicking us off this morning. And we're going to finish off with John Finn and the Lewis and Clark Library. John, how are you doing? Pretty good, Troy. Thanks for uh, having me this morning. Yeah, I appreciate you hanging out and waiting yeah. to be the uh, not only the, the closer for the show, you're the grand finale for the week. Yeah, so a little bit of pressure for the... The director of the Lewis and Clark Library. Uh, and John, you know what, kind enough to invite me earlier this week to speak to uh, to the Kiwanis at a lunch meeting. That was fun, John. Yeah, thanks for coming. You did a great job. Well, I hope so. I hope folks got something out of that and they're not they're not going, John, please don't schedule guests anymore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I'm part of the program committee for Kiwanis and we, we enjoy uh, bringing people in from all walks of life and all different uh, occupations and professions and you did a great job. It, it was a lot of fun and and the folks out there are, uh, they, they're very kind and uh, they, they do a lot of good work in our uh, community. And before we dive into the library, I, I should, I mean, we might as well plug them, John. If somebody wants to join up with the Kiwanis, they do a lot of work, especially with uh, helping out youth in the community. Uh, you're, you're always taking members, right? We are always taking members. Uh, we had a, had a goal for our centennial year to reach 100 members um, for our 100th year, which was just this year. Uh, but COVID put a stop to that. We didn't oh, sure. have opportunity to get quite to 100 uh, members, but we meet every Monday at noon at the Doubletree um, downtown. And if you are interested at all in joining a service group that uh, focuses primarily on children and service work in the community, please come and join us on a uh, Monday morning or Monday afternoon at noon. 
yeah go hang out it's a uh, it's a lot of fun great people over there and uh, john how how are things at the library right now things are great um you know we uh we we have concerns about covid like everybody else and so our meeting rooms are not open right now we're not doing in-person programs uh, but we are fully open otherwise. Um, we don't have any restrictions on time limits or okay. numbers of people in the building at any time. Um, the staff is fully masked up uh, at their, you know, that that's the way they want to uh, mm-hmm. work at the library right now. Um, but we just watch these numbers uh, climb yeah. every week, and it's kind of daunting for yeah. us. Yeah, so in terms of you know visitation and services and all that, at least for the time being, every, everything's open. Yeah, and our stats are uh, pre-COVID levels uh, right now. So we have as many people coming into the library as we did before construction started, before the uh, pandemic started. Our checkouts are about the same as well. So the one thing we're waiting on out there is basically for uh, live events right. is, is the one thing that we're holding back on. Right. And we're, we're doing a, quite a bit virtually, a lot of stuff online. Um, I, you have a copy of our Big Green mm-hmm. book, uh, which kicks off uh, the beginning of November. And those books are available right now. And all of those programs this year are going to be virtual, okay. all online. Okay. Yeah, I know, I know it's been tough for you just kind of trying to wind your way through this whole thing where you want to provide everything to everybody yeah. you know everything that you can but you want to be cautious and just do it in the safest way possible and sometimes that's a hard balance to find where is that middle line and people are going to be disappointed either way you go uh, library patrons are pretty understanding actually yeah. i think yeah. that, that they get it they know what's uh, happening and um you know they really appreciate what we've been able to do over the last year and a half um the services that we have been able yeah, to Yeah, you found provide. a way to yeah, make it happen still. Yep. And uh, it, it, it's uh, uh, impressive and it's appreciated. And uh, as, as you said, despite everything going on, the Big Read is on. Can you explain people what the Big Read's all about? Sure. So this is our 15th uh, Big Read. Um, we apply every year for a, a grant through the National Endowment for the Arts and Arts Midwest is a co-sponsor. And we are one of the few uh, libraries in the country that have had 15 consecutive grants. And uh, they grant us $20,000 this year um, with help from the Library Foundation. We're able to buy uh, a couple thousand copies of the same book. And our goal is to have people in the community read that same book and have discussions about it. It's one giant book club. It is one huge book club. Yeah, 2,000 strong at least. And uh, we focus uh, an entire month of programs. And this year we kick off on November 3rd uh, with our first virtual program. And that's uh, going to be a discussion of the book and a discussion of Native American poetry in Montana. Okay. And I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, the the book this year is An American Sunrise, and it's, uh, it's, it's a collection of poetry, right? It is. It's our very first uh, poetry book that we've done for Big Read. Um, the author is uh, Joy Harjo, and uh, she's a Native American poet, uh, poet laureate uh, for the United States. And... Um, uh, we're really excited about d- doing poetry for the first time. You know, people think that poetry is not my thing. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. get poetry. But Joy makes a, a point that, you know, you don't write songs. You know, you listen to a song to listen to a song. You don't have to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what poetry is all about. It's one of those art forms that it can mean something else to somebody else. Yeah. And maybe I don't know why I like it, but I like it. Exactly. You, you don't have to even know why. Right. 
Yeah, and uh, I love how the books every year are so different. Um, you know, you got poetry here. Uh, previously, it's, it's it's novels. You had a graphic novel. We had a graphic novel a few years, years ago, ago, as I remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how are the books chosen? Like, how how does that happen? So we we have a, a set library that we choose from through the NEA. Um, they have uh, uh, roughly thirty titles at any given time that we we can choose from. And that changes. Uh, the first few years that we did this, it was a pretty static mm-hmm. uh, library of titles. Um, and we kind of went through a lot of those and we were hitting a roadblock right. trying to decide. We're what done. To do. But yeah. then they've, they've changed yeah. their titles around a little bit. And so it's given us more opportunity. But then we, we choose from that. We whittle it down to maybe five choices. Staff members choose. And then we uh, put out a survey and um, work from there. Well, and, you know, this is something that the library and the community have really latched onto over the last 15 years. I mean, as you said, not not very many places out there have the run that we have. Why, why is that? Um, you know, I, I it's a lot of work for one thing. I mean, once you do one big read, you realize, wow, this is, I might take next year off. Right, but uh, right. Suzanne Swichtenberg, our adult services librarian, is dedicated uh, to big read. And um, this is her uh, favorite program of the year. She works so hard through the uh, year planning and then the month of that she takes immediate vacation as soon as Big Read is over. So uh, she's really looking forward to that first week. Well, December. sounds like she earns it. She absolutely earns it. She uh, brings us all together. She keeps us all updated. She manages all of these awesome programs, gets them online, and she just does an amazing job. Yeah. So we've got An American Sunrise, a collection of uh, poetry. And those books are just as of a couple days ago, they're now available. They're, they're uh, out at the library. Come on in. We have stacks of them right now. They go very fast. So uh, please get in and grab your copy. Um, there, Each copy has a bookmark and a a calendar of events. So okay. you you're, you know what's going on. Okay. The and these are free to come in and pick up. Absolutely free. Yeah. Well, and when that, you're that's done, the key word here. Right, exactly. And when you're done, share it. Pass yeah, it because on. you mentioned, you know, you only get, what, 2,000 or so right, a exactly. year, and there's never any left. It's not like you get to the end of the year and go, oh, and now we've got 400 books left. What do we do with them? Right. That's never a problem. Exactly. So this is a situation where, you know, you get it, you read it, uh, and, and maybe pass it on to somebody else that you think might enjoy it as well. That's our goal. Yeah. And, leave uh, it in your dentist's office. There you, know, you go. Yeah. Just casually right. leave it somewhere. Exactly. Even uh, you, you don't know who you passed it on to, but you passed it on. Maybe put a little note in there and say, hey, guess what? This book is now yours. That's right. I, just so that people don't uh, you know, leave it behind and think they're stealing something. Exactly. Yeah. Leave. A, I, I like that. Put a little note in there when you're done and say, I love this. Now it's your turn. <laughs> but uh, for now, you, you don't have to go check your dentist's office. Uh, you can go check the library. And, and pick those up. Uh, what, what are the library hours right now, John? Uh, Monday through Friday, we're open 10 until 8. And then Saturday and Sunday, currently, we're open only 1 to 5. But okay. we, we hope to change that fairly okay. soon. Yeah, so these are these are going to run out. Uh, I know, Helena, you're last minute, but don't don't be last minute here. Go pick one up and, uh, you know, if folks get that book and uh, lend it out, as we've said to somebody, when you're done. And the, the big read officially, the books are available now, but the, the actual big read, it starts in November. It does. November 3rd is the kickoff event, and the big uh, keynote event is November 22nd when Joy Harjo will actually join us virtually and uh, talk about her book and read from the book as okay. well. Yeah, and a schedule is in in the books when right. when you pick them up, and also online. There's more information online. Are they? Is wanna, it online now? It, it is. It's a, okay. everything's up, and uh, 
great descriptions of what what the programs are like. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, there's, uh, as you've said, the, the the events are all virtual right. this year, but there's a pretty wide array of them, and they they, they sound pretty neat. Okay. What, one that I'm kind of interested in is the we're doing a workshop. It's a four part. Um, knit along, yeah. yeah, which is kind of fun. The knitting. Uh, I read that wrong initially, John. You sent me the list of stuff that's happening. It's a cowl knit along, yeah. and and, and I read cow? it initially as cow knit along, and I thought, what is? I, I'm in. Like right. what? Exactly. We're knitting with a cow. Yeah. I, I went, but so a cowl knit along. What is that? Um, it's. Uh, I think that the the style of cowl. You know, cowl is a like a scarf. Mm-hmm. Um, the style of cowl is a, a asokanuki. Uh, which is a Native American uh, knitting uh, format. And okay. uh, we're going to do a knit along on November 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th at 2 p.m. each of those days. And I think we just kind of watch the knitter knit the cowl and we knit along. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I have that ability, but I'd be fascinated either, I to sit and see. watch. Right, exactly. Yeah, and there, there's so much going on. There's workshops. Uh, you've, you've got some lectures as well. If people want to just kind of sit and have somebody uh, have somebody talk and explain something to yeah. them, so, uh, you, you've got that option. Yep, some of our lectures, uh, you know, we have found that food is a big part of almost all of our big read books in some way. So mm-hmm. one of our lectures is going to be on native food systems and uh, tied into the the poetry as well. Yeah. And then you've got uh, book discussion. Lots you've of got discussion groups as yep. well. Yep. And we that's always a big part of Big Read. Yeah. So if you're going, well, I read it, but my neighbors didn't, my friends didn't, how do I take part? You know, how am I part of this book group that you're talking about? There are already some set up right, exactly. that people can join in on. Yep. And I guess anybody can join in, right? Absolutely, anybody. Um, all of our all of the book discussions and programs require uh, reservations. So go okay. to go to the website and click on the registration tabs, and you'll be able to register for those events. Okay. And then uh, you, you mentioned it, but the keynote speaker, of course, is uh, is our author. Yes. And that's coming up late November, and November you can 22nd. actually hear from her, which I think will be fascinating. I think so too. I just registered for that event myself this morning. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, even John registers. Everybody's got to register. Everybody's so, got to register. So get online. Where do they go to? Is, is it going to be obvious on the website yeah. where they do that? LCLibrary.org is our website. And then uh, in the slideshow, it's it's like the second slide that pops up. Just click on that. Okay. It takes you right to the page. Yeah. Everything is uh, virtual this year. Hopefully next year we can start doing some I, I really in-person so. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's Hopefully the plan. Hopefully spring. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. And, uh, you know, there are, we should probably mention some companion reads as well. If if you get through this one, you're like, man, I really love that. And I'm bummed him at the end. Yeah. You've got a, a list of some other books. They're like, it's sort of the uh, the, the Netflix recommendation, right? Like, well, you the, might like this next. They're actually for our younger readers. They're, okay. They're, uh, so the uh, Jingle Dancer is a picture book. Um, about Native American dancing and Indian No More um, is uh, for teenage readers and um, or middle readers, and then Hearts Unbroken is a teen read. Okay, and uh, those are just for different levels. Yeah, man, you, you think of everything, John. Suzanne thinks of everything. <laughs> Well, you just get to be in here and, Absolutely. and, and, and speak for us. So, right. Yeah, the big read going on right now. Swing on by the Lewis and Clark Library. You can pick up your copy of An American Sunrise. It's a collection of poems. And uh, John was nice enough to bring in a copy for us. And the, the book, I mean, just the book itself looks beautiful. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to get into it. I'm a slow reader. And so what I like is I, I can feel like I eat up some territory when I read Poetry. a few poems That's at right, a time. Exactly. 
I like it. That's all the time that we have for this week. Thanks to uh, John Finn with the Lewis and Clark Library. And thanks again to Joe Woten with the Salvation Army for coming and hanging out. We're going to take the weekend off, relax, and recharge, but we'll be back here on Monday. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.